With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Tyrite.com studios, Tyrite.com. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, tyrack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Really, really should be. Uh, we got a Brock Purdy scare. We got Mark Dominic. We got continued discussion on the college landscape that seems to be shifting with Oregon and Washington reportedly leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Ten, which means Arizona, at least, and maybe others, will be going to the Big 12. More on that. Monsi will join us if uh, something breaks, right? If something breaks. Uh, do we, we have That's Baseball, too. Do we have a, where's, where's That's Baseball? Because, man, last night, that was a hard one. I mean, that is the classic. Do you guys see the video of what looked like Shohei Otani almost crying when yeah. they lost? He should cry. He should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should be crying, Doug. He needs to I'm, get out of there. I mean, that was just – that was hard to watch. Hard to watch. I was, I was telling John. Yeah. Great analogy. Great point. Is, right there away, yeah. a, is there a game – is there three hours to better um, represent Shohei Otani's time in Anaheim than having him pitching a gem – leaving the game, 
than adding an insurance home run. Just say, hey guys, I'm going to help you out. I I pitched I pitched you through this. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an insurance home run. One more, and then only for the Angels to lose it in the ninth. To me, that's a microcosm of his entire Anaheim experience. Is that he gave the fans all he could to cheer about. He left them in a good position, and they failed him miserably. Well, it's, I mean, one guy failed him, right? I mean, last night it was for for people who didn't follow the game. They're up three to one right, on the bottom of the eighth inning solo home run by uh, Shohei Otani, which goes back to the why are you pitching to him, right? And I guess C.J. Crone, who's who's you know who's behind him now, gives him a little bit of pop, but like I, it's three to it's two to one. You know, why are you pitching? I would never pitch to him. Ever. Ever, ever. But they went and put in uh, Carlos Estevez. And Carlos Estevez is a big old dude. 6'6", 277. And previous to last night, had a really good home ERA. And, I mean, just... What do all those... ninth? I mean, John, you know this. What is the first thing that usually happens in a ninth inning rally? A walk? Yes. The walk is, I tell the boys on the, on the baseball, walk is death. A walk, that's, <laughs> that's the exact words I use to the boys. I say a walk is death because they will score. Count on it. I mean, you have to make, make uh, Cal Raleigh, he walks Cal Raleigh. Okay. And look, Cal Raleigh's got some decent power numbers, but he's hitting 229. Like, dude, make him put it in play. Then he walks Ty France. If one you walk know? is bad, Doug, two walks is even worse. Oh, that now that is that is actually death. <laughs> that is actually death. You know, and uh, then you give up a home run, like. Oh my goodness! Well, you, you missed a couple steps. So he somebody singles in there. So it's bases loaded. Um, I think he was, he he got a strikeout. So it's bases loaded, one out. I right. think I want to say. So so he walks Raleigh. He walks France. Yeah. Uh, Canzoni singles to right. So bases are loaded. He strikes out Hernandez, and Marlowe comes up. Marlowe. So I I have no idea who Marlowe is. Uh, Philip Marlowe. I don't know, but he. <laughs> it was it was it was O two. It was an O two pitch. This it, is this it, is what makes it, it worse. Cade, Cade Marlowe, okay, who's twenty six. You know he barely played. You know he's played in what twelve games this year, and we do look at this as as the Angels. Like we kind of feel kind of good for Cade Marlowe, but yes, O two pitch that has to be nowhere near. Nowhere near anywhere he can hit the ball. And he leaves it up in the zone, and Cade Marlowe takes it to right field out to old Wally World. By the way, I'm looking at the – so when when Hernandez struck out, Doug, the Seattle win probability was 27.4%. After the home run, <laughs> it jumped to 92.2%. So that's <laughs> – that's a hell of a jump. That's a plus 64% jump in one pitch. Yeah, grand slams I mean, in the ninth will do that. That'll do it. I mean, that was that was so hard to watch. It was that was painful to watch. But I, I I do think Jason's point is is a valid point, which is it is painful to watch as an Angels fan, but it it, it it's more painful to watch as a Shohei Otani fan for your team, the Angels, because 
It's just that's not what you want to see. You you don't no. want to see. I mean, I, yes, but this I mean, is why you held on to them for this very game, yes, right? Where you're, and yes, this is the. I mean, yes. like, look, they they had a tough road swing against really good teams, and it's getting they're, harder. They're playing the Mariners. The Mariners at the time, they they both had 56 wins at the time. And Carlos Estevez has been good. But well, man, first blown slave, good. by the way. I mean, first blown save. Yeah. Yeah, but but the difference is, and I think as Jay Stu pointed out, he pitches great. He leaves him with the lead. He hits a home run just for good measure. You hand it off to your closer who hadn't blown a save. In you know you're not in must win territory, but uh, you know against a team you're going to compete for a wild card spot in on your home turf. Like that's that, that was that's a hard one. And now you've lost three in a row. You've lost five of your last seven. And you're just kind of hanging on. And that, that should have been, that's a should have been a win. Now they have three more against Seattle, three more three against San Francisco all at home. Before they hit the road to Houston, who's obviously very good, Texas, who's the best in the league, then Tampa at home, Cincy at home. And then a long road swing. So, In other words, one, the, the Mariner game last night is one of the few winnable games on the schedule, and you had them. And, and you, you had to beat. That's yes. so demoralizing. That's why he was crying. Yes. That one's a hard one. That's just one that you're like, well, it's 162 games. One game doesn't matter. Like, really? Really? One game can absolutely matter at, at, at that level. At that level. The French scent, fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up the Irish Spring at a local retailer today. Uh, there was a Hall of Fame football game last night. Did you guys watch? Anybody watch? Jay Stu, how much did you watch? Um, I didn't watch any of it, but I'm always on Twitter because I'm a degenerate. So I watched... You're a degenerate Twitter? Yeah. I watched the blue check marks watch the game, and I, I, I follow it that way. That I, I do a lot of sports that way. By the know. way, Doug, I asked Jason, is it Twitter? Is it still... It was no, it's X. X. Okay. It's X. That's what I thought, but, but Jason, you said you did what? The URL, if you still type... Twitter.com goes to X. So I think until that changes, I'm going to call it Twitter. Is that a good rule? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You can, you, can, you can do that. Sure, why not? I don't, I don't see any reason why not. None. Go to your computers right now, all the listeners. Okay. You're all <laughs> no, it says X. Well, Everybody. well TweetDeck is X Pro. Yeah, I mean, if you type in www.x.com, it takes you to twitter.com. Okay. <laughs> I thought it might send you someplace else. On the URL. It takes you to, tw- yeah, triplex.com. Then you'll get in trouble. Uh, so, okay, not having watched a down, what is your takeaway from the uh, – from- the Hall of Fame game. There was um, there was one um, there was one bomb that Zach Wilson threw yeah. from the end zone that at least one of the angles, like the behind the end zone angle, it looked like a really impressive throw. I, I think you could probably ask Mark Dominic next next uh, after the break. Like I I don't know if it was an impressive throw, but it sure got a lot of people talking on Twitter that it was a really good throw. Um, that and then when the lights went out. And then Aaron Rodgers retreated to the darkness because the lights were out. John, how much did you watch the game? I'm with I'm with uh, Jason. I didn't I did not watch one, but I did see the Twitter thing about Wilson. 
So yeah, that definitely was the one thing I caught from the game was that that impressive throw that everybody was like, not going to change anybody's mind that he should start now, but it's definitely. So why, I don't know why it was so. Why would that Doug be the thing then? Because people are like, ah, see. Shouldn't have went and got Aaron Rodgers. This guy can play. No, I don't think anybody said that. Okay, so there, there wasn't the, there wasn't what anybody. What's the point who said of it that? then? What's the point of that? Just showing us that, like, hey, look at this. Like, what's the point of it? Like, well, he was the great... number two pick in the draft, John, and like, no, I understand that. But my point is that why why would we put that into Twitter as this? Like, everybody's showing me it. Like, look at this. Like, what is that? If you had a guy on your basketball team that was a good player, but you picked up another really good player that was better, and then that guy in your game hit a three-point shot, and you, are you going to start him over that other guy for the rest of the season? <laughs> but nobody said starting him. It's just like, well, well, has Aaron Rodgers had an effect on Zach Wilson? Oh, okay. So that was that was the takeaway. Has he had an effect on him? Okay. I think. I think. But you know, it was just he, one throw in a vacuum. One, one amazing throw. It was a terrific throw. Um, it wasn't in a vacuum. It was on a football field. No, I think it- <laughs> uh, if he threw it in a vacuum, that would be really It'd be impressive. Sucked back into his hand. I think a vacuum would have been more, um, like, I guess, would have been a better venue because the what? Not only did the lights go out, but they had some other field issues. I want to say communication issues or something. Did you watch it, Monty? I didn't watch it all. I was at the yeah. Dodgers game. You're with us. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I was at a uh, restaurant, and what it was did you on. Order? It, it was on. It was a dinner, like opening to the restaurant thing. Somebody invited me to, and it was. I mean, I was. I mean, like, look. As soon as they showed Aaron Rodgers in a Jets T-shirt, I was like, well, it's a good thing I didn't sit around my house to watch this, you know. <laughs> and then I saw the throw. I'm like, here's the thing that people think is like, well, Zach Wilson stinks. Like, okay, he's not good, but that doesn't mean he can't. Make a good throw. It's like when people say, like, Lamar Jackson can't throw. It doesn't mean he physically can't throw a football. It just means that in comparison to his contemporaries at his level, he's not nearly as efficient as other people. It's not like, like, like Tim Tebow couldn't throw a football. Physically couldn't throw a spiral. Wasn't good. But for the most part, every other NFL quarterback, I mean, they can throw a ball. It's just very levels of accuracy and strength and ability to read a defense. I think that's what that was about, is the massive overreaction of he stinks. And you're like, oh, okay, maybe he doesn't stink. He could still stink. He just made one really good throw. Just made one really good throw. Stug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrat.com studios. So apparently there was a scare, a Brock Purdy scare in practice. Not boo. No, not that kind of scare. It was the kind of scare where Brock Purdy, who of course is returning from uh, an elbow procedure, right? We don't have surgeries anymore. We have procedures now. By the way, would that be a legal procedure if you didn't do it correctly? Anyway. So he had some kind of scare. Did he hit his head on, hand on somebody's helmet? Is that what happened? Um, defensive lineman uh, Clellan Farrell's hand came down towards Purdy's throwing arm. Ah. Um, and Purdy kind of cringed. You're not supposed to touch the quarterback. But the whole thing has always been like, how do you unteach instincts of these defensive players? Like, that seems to be the balance during these these training camp practices right plus uh uh farrell is famously right he famously terrible first round pick for the uh las vegas raiders imagine if he ended up hurting the raiders and then hurting the niners oh man oh geez um here's kyle shanahan on what went through his mind. I have to remind defensive guys that every single play on whoever's at quarterback for my whole career, and that will continue. Um, but yeah, it is a lot more sensitive when you see it happen to a guy that that ended his season that way last year. But I mean, that's all we talk about. I mean, that's what kind of that's what killed Trey his first two years was hitting his finger on a helmet and breaking it, and that messed him up for about a year and a half. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that we emphasize every day in this room and team meetings is how to get better, but not hurt the quarterback i had to hold my breath so i don't lose my mind uh it's i could see it was all right but i definitely and the guy i mean it's human nature i mean the only way you can finish a sack is if you run run and reach and those guys do it and that's why we have to get on them all the time not to do it because it is human nature and then they all do it and they pull their hands back like they didn't i used to get annoyed when 
coaches would make such a big deal about it when I was younger. Because like, chill out, man. Just let them play football. It's not the end of the world. And then eventually, you coach long enough, and you you lose players in practice to some things like that, and you realize how big of a deal it is. Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, all of that is, is reasonable. How do you unteach stuff? And even though you're not hitting guys, you know, you also can't take away. I, I, it reminds me of, um, was it Madagascar? John, John, you can relate to this more. Madagascar, right? Okay. Where uh, Alex the Lion and what's the zebra's name, his best friend? Jeez, good question. It's been a while since I've seen Madagascar. Though. Was it Herbert? Really? Herbert? Huh? I just assumed it's Herbert. <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember David Schwimmer played um, the he giraffe. He played the giraffe. Yeah. He played the giraffe. Um, man, what what is the name of the... I'll, I'll think of it here. Okay. Um, there are so many good actors or voices in that movie. Is it Marty, the zebra? Marty? Marty. Marty, right? I mean, what a, what a cast, by the way. Now, do you do you like do you thumb your nose at the idea that it's a cast, Jay Stu, because they don't actually ever work together, right? They just go in a, a studio. Chris no, Rock, no, no. Ben it's Stiller, a, David Schwimmer, Jada Pinkett Smith, Sasha Baron Cohen, Cedric the Entertainer, Andy Richter, Tom McGrath. Like, what a! I mean, I don't even get it. That's an unbelievable, unbelievable set of of actors or voices. I mean, it's incredible, really. Anyway, so Marty. And Marty and Alex are like running in Madagascar through the, you know, through like there's an open field. And keep in mind that Alex the lion, he's used to being in the New York Zoo. In the, I don't know, it wasn't the Bronx Zoo in the, um, I guess the zoo in uh, Grand, in Grand Central, in uh, what's, what's the park? Uh, Central Park? Central Park. The Central Park Zoo, right? He's the, he's the king of the Central Park Zoo. So he's used to steaks being fed to him. And all of a sudden, Marty's running ahead of him, and that hunger kicks in, and suddenly his best friend, Marty, looks like a bunch of steaks. Right? Just instinct takes over. And that's what happens with Cleveland Farrell and any of these guys is they're sitting there going, like, I'm not going to hit the quarterback, not going to hit the quarterback. And then all of a sudden, you want to make a play in practice, and you swipe down to get the ball, and you end up hitting a guy's hitting a guy's. Uh, Surgically repaired, or it's not surgically repaired, right? Because it was procedure, procedurally prepared, repaired elbow. It's like the Madagascar thing. Madagascar is a good movie. It's funny, funny. All right, let's welcome in. Um, let's welcome in a guy who, uh, of course, he always wanted those lions on his team. Mark Dominic spent over twenty years in the NFL front offices and scouting. Former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Is there a way? Is there a way in which um, you can tone it down with these defensive ends? You know, other than just the red jersey. Yeah, I mean it's really hard, right? I mean, you, you think about you brought up a great point, Doug. You, you, get, you got a lot of young guys that are trying to make the club, and you know they, they, you got to find a way to flash, and you got to hold strict policies and hold really firm rules. And we saw it with the Titans, right? They, they let go of their offensive tackle because he couldn't keep his control uh, on the practice field and got too many fights. Same with defensive linemen in terms of you know trying to you know calm down in practices but you know unfortunately injuries are just a matter of the game and you can't control it and if you walk around worried about getting injured you're going to get injured so 
you know, I think clubs and, and everybody tries to do the best you can. The league certainly has a lot of rules to try to, you know, limit injuries, especially at that most pivotal position. But it is part of the game, I'm afraid. No, it it, it really is. What's, what's your level of belief in Brock Purdy coming back from this elbow injuries, elbow procedure, which is different than the Tommy John that traditionally he would have gotten? Yeah, I, I mean, my confidence level is probably 90, 95%. I mean, we've seen, you know, so I know it's different because it's a football player versus a baseball player, but certainly Tommy John no longer has that scare appeal uh, that, that it used to feel like. It's almost like, the, you know, a guy who tears his ACL, you're like, oh, he'll be back. You know, Tommy John, even better sometimes. I think it's even better. So I, I'm very confident Brock Purdy will be back, um, you know, and uh, hopefully, you know, he's able to get on the field probably by week one and go out there and be the starting quarterback for this 49ers team. Who They've turned the ball over to him. They've publicly said it's Brock Purdy's team. He's just got to get healthy and get on the field. So uh, I expect him to be back and I expect him to be in there. It may be a little bit slow start, but, you know, the kid's a – Got a great upstairs. He's got a good brain and knows what to do with the football and, and certainly makes good decisions and is a winner. Uh, at this point, that's that's all you can ask for. Um, let's let's get to last night. Um, you know, a lot of people on social media want to have some big grand grandiose takeaway about Zach Wilson as an evaluator. What anything changed having watched Zach Wilson play? A, 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 you know, throw, make six throws. You know, I mean, the one thing he said is coming out of college, the one thing I thought he had was accuracy, right? Especially deep ball accuracy. He showed that with the great dime that he threw, you know, last night in the game. And, you know, afterwards, he, he put a shout out to Aaron Rodgers and, you know, kind of helped him with the play calls and, and kind of having fun. So it sounds like Zach's in a good spot and a good location. And he's clearly the number two there. And so that's why they didn't want to play him very much because they want to have their two healthy quarterbacks ready to go for week one. Um, you know, I still think this is all going to be healthy. He gets to see a different coach and Coach Hackett, who obviously has a good relationship with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, what's the worst thing that happens for a season is you just grow underneath Aaron. And then you decide that there's somewhere else he needs to be versus, you know, keeping him there under his rookie deal. But I think that uh, – you know, there's nothing but upside here because the supporting cast that was around Zach Wilson wasn't great either, quite frankly. And um, we're going to see what that looks like now that they've invested, you know, obviously into those positions around the running, around the quarterback, uh, whether it's offensive line, a young receiver, young tight ends, whatever. Uh, so you're a young running back. And we'll see what they, they turn into. And maybe there's still hope for Zach Wilson on the other side versus, you know, uh, some of the other qu- quarterbacks that have been through that, the Jameis Winston, the the quarterback of the Marcus Mariotas, the guys that we've seen before in the Sam Darnolds that have had multiple shots, you know, we'll see about Zach. I don't think the story's completely written. I would, I would tend to agree, but, but again, we will see. And, and it may be, you know, like a Jordan love, it may be just in a short instance, you know, filling in for Aaron at some point in time, uh, at some point in time this year, what do you think about Joe Mixon taking less? I mean, report has taken less could have been cut, um, but he, he did take a little bit of a haircut to remain with the Bengals. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think he's watching the running back market and saw what happened and said, look, and his agent probably did a good job of educating him. Like, look, here's where the market is currently. Here are the teams that may have a need. Um, let's not risk this. You know, let, you know, you can either have this much or you might have half that in the in the real market, and you might not get the carries. You can go be a free agent, and you might get the same amount of money, but maybe you're not getting as many touches. So all that comes together is to say, this is what the clubs do, and this is why I'm, I'm never hard on players who – you know, the Chris Jones of the world who's sitting out right now because he feels like he's underpaid. and under- I support that. Go get a Chris if you get more money because what's going to happen is as soon as Chris Jones starts playing like a $10 million player, they're going to tell him to take a pay cut down to $10 million or we're going to cut you. 
And so this is where uh, I think Kenny did a good job of understanding what his value was, but what the market is. And because of that, he had to make the business decision, but it's the right one for him to earn the most money he possibly can while he's playing this game. Um, did Aaron Rodgers really take a pay cut, or does that money come back to him at some level? I'm sure there's a lot of marketing opportunities in the New York media. So I have a feeling somehow, some way, there'll be some marketing deals or something that's going to clean up the backside of that a little bit because I haven't met too many people that are willing to give up that much money in my life. Yeah, I, there has to be, because the last two years are voidable, there has to be some kind of wink-wink-nod agreement, we're going to redo that deal next year and then push that away and then you'll get that back, right? Probably. I mean, you can't really do that, but you certainly can you know, get your market. Hey, we'll, we'll certainly help your marketing team here in New York be able to find you more opportunities throughout the city. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll lessen just what you're, this gift you're giving to the organization, in so, in so to speak. And again, that's all hyperbole, but certainly that's, that's doesn't, it doesn't fit his character, right? Here's Aaron Rodgers now, suddenly the guy that everybody's like, ah, he's kind of selfish and can't get along with his family. And now he's like, this is the greatest guy ever. He gave back $35 million because he cares. Eh, you know, uh, I don't. I just don't. I, again, Tom Brady doesn't get back thirty-five million that I know of. I don't think. I don't think Aaron Rodgers would. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Forget about the off-the-field stuff. Uh, you know, for for the sake of this this interview, um, can he get back to the level that he was? that he was evaluated, that, that people believed he was at in Houston. And I say that just because on this show we've talked about, you know, based upon people I've talked to, is like, I don't know if he was ever as good as people like to say or think. It was still kind of on upside, but he was very effective. But he was not last year. Is it still there? I don't think it can go away. Uh, you know, and I would be one of those people that said, absolutely, I'd trade for Sean Watson because of his, his talent at the position. I thought – you know, it was last year he was probably top five quarterback in the NFL. I thought that he was that good. Now, last year it was terrible. Now, the only thing you've got to give you hope is, you know, he wasn't able to do anything over the last, you know, year and a half or so. And now he's had nothing but football to focus on and not the distractions that he's had before or the situation he put himself into. Uh, that's all behind him. And so i got to think, I am almost, I'd be shocked if it was anything similar to what we saw last year. He had too many years of, you know, consistency before that that says that, that should be all gone already at his age. So my gut instinct is because he's been able to think, think and focus on football and, and being in the same system and now getting more comfortable with everybody and everything and not having all those you know, the thoughts and, the, and the, all the distractions, I, I think you're going to see a Deshaun Watson who's going to be much more like the 30 touchdown, maybe 10 interception. I don't know if he'll be the 40 touchdown guy, but I do think I'd be surprised if it's not a, a line of 30 touchdowns with 10 interceptions. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. We were at Rams camp. Um, was that yesterday, guys, or was that the day before? I think it was yesterday, right? We were at Rams camp yesterday, and kind of a weird team, right? Like uh, 35 guys in their rookie contracts, right? Well, they, they've gone from star-laden, trying to win a Super Bowl, to they still have some stars, but very much a, a, a rework, work in progress. I, I don't I don't know how you feel about Seattle. I don't think Seattle was a fluke last year, but I do think they benefited from so many of the injuries in the division. In fact, the NFC's down, and the motivation of everybody thinking they were tanking. You know, Arizona is going to be down. San Francisco, very talented, but, you know, we, we'll wait and see on the quarterback situation. Where are you in the Rams? Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting. Uh, I think you bring up a great point. They're clearly rebuilding the team with not touching the quarterback or the defensive tackle, right? They're going through a transition right now that we're seeing with our eyes in terms of the youth movement, and the draft's going to have to be critical for them. And, and the unique thing, I think, for the Rams is they, they put – 
they put the work into the draft. They don't want to disrespect it, but they don't go to the Senior Bowl. They don't go to the Combine. They don't, they don't do all the traditional scouting stuff that we see so many teams do in the National Football League. And you wonder if that's going to come back and either that works for them or do these players not pan out the way that they're hoping for in, in you know, this next coming month to two months while they put this team together. Uh, I think the Rams are still dangerous, though. I mean, you know, hopefully Cooper Cup's back on the field. You know, the wide receiver room's got to stay healthy. That's Jefferson as well. Needs to stay on the football field. It'd be a big boost for this offense. But, you know, you, you can look at the Rams, and again, I think their weakness is that they're not strong and they're not physical. Like, they lost, when they lost Whitworth, they lost a presence about their offensive line and just a, a nastiness or a toughness about them. And they got walked over. And, uh, you know, they've got to hopefully find that back this year to be a more physical football team up front at the line of scrimmage. That's going to be the big piece. But I think this division is open, uh, very open. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody's going to run away with it. And I also, you know, I don't think that the 49ers are, you know, everybody's got them as a, a real uh, media sweetheart, media darling. I think you're right. I think there's still a lot to go to because we don't know if Brock Purdy could make it through a season, let alone start the season. Well, we also don't, I, I think, mean, like, I think he's really good. Uh, he was really, but but it was in limited instances last year. And, you know, we've seen guys, everybody gets a book on you and we don't know how good, how good you are. Yeah, no, he's exactly right. So now I think 10 and 6 gets you out of that division, probably wins you that division. I don't know if there's, I don't think there's a team in there that goes 12 and 5. I don't think anybody's that talented. I don't think even the 49ers are that talented because I think they always battle headwinds with injuries. And that's, I think, something they're going to deal with for a while still, just based off of the, the amount of injuries I've seen that, that team have. So not that I hope that or wish it on anybody, but um, I think that division is very much open. And I don't even think the Rams are knocked out of it. Um. Is Baker Mayfield going to be the starting quarterback for the Buccaneers? Boy, it's it's certainly, you know, Coach Bowles is certainly saying saying and sounding like it's very much open competition. Kyle Trask has gone days without throwing an interception. Uh, So everybody's kind of got their eyes on this, and that's why I think that they're trying to alert everybody to say this is a foregone conclusion. This thing's open because I think in case it becomes week one, Kyle Trask is a starter. Uh, no one's really shocked. And so they're certainly uh, uh, opening up the veil and saying, hey, this is a legit quarterback competition. And we're going to have three games. But we also have the joint practices, which will be a big piece of the equation as well. And then we'll see who the Bucks try out there week one. But I don't think this is Baker Mayfield's team. I think Baker Mayfield probably was feeling very confident. But Kyle Trask, you could look at it either way, right, Doug? Either neither one of them are playing great, Kyle's playing good enough, or – Kyle Trask has really taken an enormous step and uh, is outperforming Baker Mayfield right now. Uh, I think we'll have a better sense once we actually see them in, in process in the preseason. Yeah, I, I, I think it's very much up in the air. I mean, everybody you talk to will say the exact same thing. It is really up in the air in regards to um, in regards to Baker, which is, I mean, a remarkable kind of fall from grace, right, considering wh- where he was. but And he did have – he had that one crazy game with the Rams – with the Rams last year, mm-hmm. so that, but but that's where I think his career tends trends to right. He becomes the consummate backup, you know, maybe maybe transition year starter, right? Whereas Kyle Trask, he's got years of sweat equity, a couple years there with the Buccaneers. He was the heir apparent, and it it looks like you know he's been motivated by them going out and getting, uh, not just handing him the job. Yeah, and I wonder if Baker Mayfield can handle that role of knowing that he's the number two. I just I think he's wired a little different than that way. That I don't even know if he'll be able to handle that. You know, I think what happened with Baker is he caught some fame, some success, took it all the way to the television commercials. Too many of that, too much focus on everything else, and I think that hurt him. And I think it's you know it's one of those things where I don't know if he he'll play the game for the love of the game. And I don't I don't know Baker Mayfield that well at all. But I worry about that with him. So I don't think if he's not the starter, I don't know how good of a room that's going to be for him to be in because I don't know if he can handle that at all.
what are people in the league saying about uh, about the Patriots? Because there was this weird. There's been these weird stories about the relationship between quarterback and Belichick. Obviously, they had the weird offense last year, which seems to be stabilized with Bill O'Brien. And now you have in that division. I mean, you know, the Dolphins were on a were right there in the thick of things before Tua got hurt. And I'm not a huge Tua guy. Bills are an elite elite team, and have been the last couple of years. And now the Jets look like they got a shot. What are everybody saying about the Patriots? I think the Patriots are telling you they're not sure that they've got a very good team either. You, you, they're bringing through a lot of people. Certainly the running back position, they're not sure about. They're, they're bringing everybody through to see if they can get a discount deal. They, they bought Hopkins through. And I think they're, they're looking at their roster realizing, I don't think they're going to score enough points, Doug. I, I just think that that's going to be their problem. They're going to they're gonna be a team that you know chugs along and gets 14 to 21, 24 points when the league keeps moving towards trying to score 30. And everybody else in their division is like, we're trying to score 30. And I think that's going to be the problem with the Patriots. And I think they're a little slow also because they're going through a little bit of an age transition too. So I don't think they're a really fast team. I don't think they're an explosive team in terms of scoring points. And I think that's going to be a long, frustrating year for Patriots fans because they're well coached. But, you know, you've got to have some talent out there to coach too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hall of Famer is a coach, but not necessarily as a GM. And that seems to be at least partially their undoing. Mark Dominic spent 20 years in the NFL front office and scouting. He joins us weekly here in the Doug Gottlieb Show, where he makes us much smarter football fans. Mark, have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Take care. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ozuna belts one way up in the air, deep to left field, and that's out of the ballpark altogether. Out there on the Waveland Avenue, and the Braves go back-to-back for the 14th time this year. Five to nothing, Atlanta. Pitch on the way and a ground ball to first. Matt's got it. Says, I'll take this. Takes it to the bag. Braves win it. Now they come into Chicago and blast the Cubs in game one and win by a final score of eight to nothing. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER That is our progressive play of the day. Progressive making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. And Braves just continue on, man. What a what a team. 70 wins. You heard from Monsi last seg. Braves Radio Network with the call. They shut out the Cubs. 8 nothing. But the good news for Chicago is day game. Got the night. Hang out. Let's get to Monsi with the press. The press. Monsi, what do you got? Well, Netflix is releasing their third season of Untold, and their second episode is Johnny Football. It's supposed to air on Tuesday. About four hours ago, they released a trailer for it. It's about Johnny Manziel, who was a Texas A&M star quarterback and was drafted in the NFL. He was a 2012 Heisman Trophy winner. A lot of information has come out. Tough details. Apparently, in 2015, he began using Oxycontin and cocaine daily. He dropped from 215 pounds in January to 175 in September. He was released by the Browns in March of 2016. He had a misdemeanor assault charge after being accused of hitting and threatening his then-girlfriend. Then he was released. That happened in January of 2016. After he was released, Manziel says that he tried to commit suicide. He went on this $5 million bender, was doing basically everything to self-sabotage himself. He bought a gun, Doug. And he actually used it, but when he pulled the trigger, the weapon malfunctioned. He said it just clicked on him. He says he doesn't know what happened till this day, but it didn't go off. He actually used the gun. Crazy, man. Crazy. I mean, it's it's sad. And um, uh, obviously, you just hope that now he's seeing the other side and he's right. in a better place. But, whew. So hard. Apparently, he. I mean, was... look, those of us who have a self-destruction button that is right. that is easily hit, and I can speak to that one. Uh, I understand. I just, and I've I've seen some dark places. Not to, thankfully, not to that level. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, he had you know tough time to keep keeping a good relationship with his family after that because he didn't want treatment. But hopefully, it seems as though, like you said, he has gotten past that and he's on the other side of things. But wow, wow, just so dark. Earlier today, it was reported that Oregon and Washington are finalizing a deal to join the Big Ten Conference, but North Carolina director Bubba Cunningham was not a fan of Florida State basically publicly saying that they want to leave the ACC unless there were changes to the conference's revenue dis- distribution model. Uh, this is what Bubba Cunningham said on the Adam Gold Show about Florida State. If they want to leave, then you know, that's going to be their choice, but there are certain obligations that they do 
have. We have an exit fee and we have a grant of rights. Mm -hmm. I believe that the ACC is a great league. It's been a great league for a long time. Their frustration about the money, everyone would like to have more money and everyone would like to win more. But we're in an outstanding league. And if last I checked, the ACC won nine national championships last year, more than any other league in the country. So we're doing something right. What they want to do and how they want to go about doing their business, that is their business, but it does have an impact on us. And quite frankly, I don't think it's good for our league for them to be out there barking like that. And I'd rather see them, you know, be a good member of the league and support the league. And if they have to make a decision, then then so be it. Pay for the exit fee. Wait for your grant of rights that you've given. And then when in 2036, when those rights return to you, do whatever you want. The exit fee is $120 million. Yeah, that, that, that's where that's where Bubba's calling BS. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you know, and, and what happens is you got to get a bunch, you, you got to get the league to somehow get broken up in order to get out of those fees. And that's not happening. Uh, I've known Bubba for a long time. Uh, phenomenal dude. I, I do. It is. It makes you chuckle a little bit when you go like, "Hey, how many national championships did the ACC mm-hmm. win last year?" Ha! Huh? You're like, "Yeah, okay." I mean, Miami went to the Final Four, but it wasn't exactly a great year for the sports that that matter. I mean, I look. You talk about national championships. What's going to happen to Stanford sports? Mm-hmm. You know, they've just been dominant across the board in so many of the Olympic sports. How are they affected? But. Bubba just laying down the facts there. Florida State, not going anywhere for a while. That's the press. That is the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, got a big weekend for you. Uh, Next week is game week. You'll see all these teams play in preseason action. Uh, We will will be at Chargers camp the 14th, though. So no no training camp next week. You're going to love... The In the Bonus podcast. It'll be live at the top of the hour. Your iHeart Podcast Network. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 